the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings investments in your retirement as always here on the show. And we've got quite a bit to talk about. Our show is about savings and investment, and that is the key to building up wealth over the long term, is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And by that, I mean you want to save at least a minimum of 10% plus the company match and and also build up build up that wealth. Hey, Ryan, double-check that. Make sure this is going out. Okay. The uh, – so, so you save ten percent plus the company match, and 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 you save that money each and every paycheck. You don't let uh, problems at work. You don't let problems at home. You don't have you have to buy a new car, medical, whatever. You keep on saving the money. And what we try to do with this program is idiot-proof your savings plan. It's the only way I know to do that is to take it out of every single paycheck. And so. You save aggressively as much as you can, and then you conservatively in, invest the money. We recommend 10% minimum plus a company match gets you around 13%. We have a lot of people coming into our office, particularly if they're getting close to retirement. They want to take a look at their plan, see how they're set for retirement. And oftentimes we suggest they bump it up to 15%, sometimes a little bit more, to try to, to, try to get that, that amount a little bit higher. Uh, but 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 that that that's the way to do it is to build up that plan over the long term, uh, and then conservatively invest that money. We're going to be talking uh, in in a, in a very tar- uh, topsy turvy world, one of the most uncertain times we've seen. Uh, the, the you know what do you do in these markets? And we 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 you know we'll give you some of our thoughts on that here later in in the show. But uh, but I, I wanted to touch base on a. A couple things here. I, I came across an interesting uh, story. Uh, Bill Gross uh, actually put on his Twitter account came up with with the things. The the uh, he he put out uh, the five uh, investor delusions that one day will be exposed to fresh air, and and I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, and I'm I'm going to cover them. There's five of them. Uh, China growing at six percent a year, and uh, central bank historical models are reliable. And negative yields will work. Corporate earnings as internal, our growth is internal versus buyback generated. And uh, future tax revisions will increase productivity 
uh, instead of corporate profits. And, and the final one is demographics don't matter. Now, I thought I would touch base and just cover this. This is Bill Gross. Really, over the last 20 years, he's probably had one of the top records for managing bonds in the world. He's now with Janus, runs the Janus Unconstrained Bond Fund. Uh, for, for let's check his first uh, investor delusion that one bay will be exposed to fresh air. It is China grows at 6% a year. Is growing at six percent. Look, this has been almost—it's uh, kind of been a running joke for years of China's six and seven percent a year growth. They always turn in a six or seven percent a year growth, and over the last decade, they've had some probably some of the best strings of growth out there. Actually, the last two decades, coincidentally, the growth seems to come out of the—they've uh, had massive uh, uh, balance of trade. Uh, surpluses, particularly with the United States, and we've been bankrolling their growth over the last 20 years. But that's another story. Uh, Why he says that this is an investor delusion is, is look, everybody knows that China's economic numbers are made up and basically complete bulmanor. There's just no other way around it. Uh, They all know it. Now, the reason you don't hear more about this is most executives and most financial people aren't going to say anything because they don't they do business in China if they know that they say that these numbers are complete garbage they won't be doing any business in China so you've got to sit there and spout the 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 communist line in China if you want to do business in China but they're claiming that they're growing at 6% and it 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 is completely not the case if you look at industrial production over there it's down if you look at any numbers if you look at re, uh, exports are down if you look at imports are down uh, if you look at uh, any way you look at China, there's just no way that they have 6% growth. They're coming in for a hard landing, and this is very dangerous for the world's economy. Uh, China – give me an example. Uh, China China basically has well, – well, this is a statistic I came out of China. A couple things. We've talked about China. China has 17 – since 2008, they've grown their – they're they're uh, lending their debt seventeen trillion dollars. This is the amount of the entire United States and Japanese banking system combined in five in, in basically seven years. It, it, China is built up in a massive debt bubble, a massive credit bubble that's now imploding. The M two money supply is two hundred percent of GDP in Japan. Uh, ours is ours is works out to be uh, you know. Uh, ours is uh, U.S. is seventeen trillion dollar GDP. We've got uh, a twelve, so it's about eighty percent, seventy five, eighty percent. Everything about it is just built up just massively in China. And, and so, what you're dealing with is a debt bubble that nobody wants to sit there. The people on Wall Street will not admit this. They're afraid to admit it because they're afraid that that J.P. Morgan or Morgan Stanley or these uh, Goldman Sachs, they know they will not get any business coming out of China if they tell the truth of what's happening in China. So what you have to understand is understand that China is a is a is is a, is basically a lie built upon a lie, and, and and nothing can be trusted in China. And understand that they are coming in for a hard landing, and and they have a massive level of debt, uh, twenty seven trillion dollars worth the debt. I've seen numbers as high as $35 trillion. They've got trillions of dollars of bad debt over there, and, and it's going badly very quickly. And this is this is one of the reasons why the why we've seen the biggest collapse in commodity prices since the 1930s. Again, we live in very unique times. And, and this is another thing that, that, that uh, Bill Gross said, another one of his, his uh, tweets. He said, central bank historical models are reliable. 
negative interest rates will work. Uh, two things there. Uh, the Federal Reserve has done a remarkably poor job of calling anything and predicting anything, as most people have. The ability to, to see the future is very difficult. I, I, it's a small number of people that do it accurately, and they tend to be uh, pretty quirky people, and in, in, in pretty much economic models don't work very well. I have a, a mechanical engineering degree. In fluid mechanics, I know if I put the fluid in one end of the pipe, it's going to go around to a bunch of different pipes all over the place, and I can pretty much predict where it's going to come out at what pressure and uh, the, the volume. Money is not fluid mechanics. It's not Money is not water. It acts very differently. It, it acts based on human emotions, which is very, very unique. And even even top Federal Reserve economists do not understand that. They look at the world and they look at the economy as as basically uh, 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 something that they could model out like a fluid mechanics problem, and it doesn't work. And it's remarkable. It, it, and what the Chinese, what the what the the Federal Reserve should really look at is, if you sit down and study the Russians and the Chinese, they're both very very smart people. That some of the top programmers in the world come out of China and Russia. Uh, that Russia puts up, you know, they've competed us with us head to head in space programs. Uh, some of the best uh, encryption comes out of Russia. Uh, brilliant people in Russia brilliant people in China, and they were not, both of them were not able to maintain a planned economy. And yet the Federal Reserve has stepped forward and said, look, we can manage this economy using our models. And it's failing. It's failed for seven years. The capitalist system is now in danger because of an out-of-control Federal Reserve. And, And so And now the Federal Reserve is saying, look, it hasn't worked for seven years. We've taken interest rates down to record lows. We have the worst recovery since the Great Depression. The Federal Reserve sat in, said, look, guys, stand back. I'm Janet Yellen. I'm Ben Bernanke. Let us at the Federal Reserve control the economy. We can take care of this. We can manage the economy. We're taking rates to zero, and everything's going to be good. After seven years, we have the worst recovery since the Great Depression, and people need to start taking a hard look at the report card and the absolute abject failure of the Federal Reserve. And now what are they doing? They're coming out, and they're and they're saying, look, what we're wanted to, what uh, central banks around the world are going, look, we can go to negative interest rates. It, and, uh, and what Bill Gross is saying here is negative interest rates will work, and this is a delusion of people. Look, the capitalist system will begin to fail. The free market and the capitalist system, which is the bedrock of the U.S. economy, will begin to fail if we go to negative interest rates and we will move to a socialist economy. Make no mistake about it. Capitalism in the free market will fail at negative interest rates. If you don't hear anything else today, understand that. And that, that's the danger we're dealing with with these rogue central bankers around the world. Japan has gone to negative interest rates and they're, they're – they're, their currency has actually gone up. Industrial production in February it has been plunged. I want to say it was uh, – I don't have the exact number here. Actually, 6% from January to February. It's not working. Uh, you cannot manage an economy with the central bank, and, and it's absolute fallacy. Uh, the, the track record is, is one of abject failure, but they keep doubling down, and uh, the definition of an insanity is, is doing the same thing over and over again with the same results, and that appears to be the, the program at the Federal Reserve. In fairness to them, they're sort of trapped, and what, what, they're, what they're kind of doing is they're saying, look – if we hadn't have done this, then this would have happened. If we hadn't have done this, this would have happened. If we hadn't have done this, the economy would have failed. Well, 
when they bailed out the banks, yes, that's the answer. But since then, their track record has been one of failure. So that's and, and so Bill Gross, a lot of top economists, a lot a lot of top investors around the world, some of the top people out there are very very concerned about negative interest rates. And and, and this is something we really have to guard against. Uh, number three uh, of Bill Gross's comments: corporate internal growth, corporate earnings per share growth is internal as opposed to buyback generated. Uh, the numbers we're seeing is a good chunk of, of the growth, earnings growth of, of the S&P 500 is coming from massive corporate stock buyback programs. In America today, we have a low growth economy. We have had industrial production dropping. Companies can't make money or, or their earnings aren't, it, this is important, their earnings, many of them aren't going up. So what they're doing is they're panicking because they have to have 6 or 7% earnings growth if they don't get their bonuses. And so what they're doing is they're levering up the, 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 the balance sheet to buy back stock. They're going out in the market, taking on debt to buy back stock. They're not, they're, almost 100% of cash flow for, for much of corporate America is going into pay to stock buyback programs and uh, debt. And any money above that is being uh, that they're spending on on capital spending, research and development, uh, factory expansion, things like that is coming from. They're having to borrow additional money because they're buying back so much stock. Now, when they buy back stock, it lowers the float amount, so the earnings per share goes up. The actual earnings do not go up in a company, but the earnings per share go up. So the stock goes up some, and and the CEO gets his bonus. Right now, the problem is is debt levels are skyrocketing corporate America. Corporate America is not investing for the long-term future. Instead, they're investing for the next quarter's earnings. And, it, and if interest rates, when they do go up, many of these corporate balance sheets will, will be in trouble. So that's another fallacy. And the uh, other one is uh, future corporate tax revisions increase productivity instead of corporate profits. If they cut the corporate taxes, he's right. Most of it's going to go to corporate America, which is probably good. But it, on, on the flip side of that, if you cut it, at least companies won't be moving uh, businesses overseas to save on the tax rates. And, and so the final one is demographics are really working against the market because America is aging. But it's not just working against the market. It's working against all the entitlement programs. And, and these are beginning to fail. This is why you've got to save much more for your retirement. You've got to do more than 10%. And you really have to sit there and take charge of your retirement because if you don't take charge of your retirement, we're dealing with fools in Washington now that's becoming increasingly clear. We, our entitlement programs are out of control. Our debt levels are out of control. Our government spending is out of control. And we know this can't last for, forever. Look at Venezuela. The country's now failing. It's engaged in socialism. That There are certain times of the day they no longer even have electricity in the country. So you've got to protect yourself and save more money. Now, a couple ways you can participate in the show. If you haven't gone to our uh, website, sign up for the free newsletter. Our most recent one, how to handle sudden wealth. It deals not just with how to handle it, but what to do, but it also deals with some of the emotional issues that particularly people that have never done this really face. It's very difficult for them. It's a very unique report. It's free. These reports come out once a month and everything, how to handle common mistakes. common uh, 401k mistakes. Uh, we have a lot of stuff on IRAs, IRA rollovers. It's all in the free Max Out Savings report. So if, if you get a chance, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Also, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. Oh, 
If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Sam Malone. Summer, not that far away. Do yourself a favor and think about installing Radiant Barrier Attic Foil to your home. Ultimate Radiant Barrier Attic Foil blocks 97% of the radiant heat. Ultimate Radiant Barrier Attic Foil installation can bring the temperatures in your attic down 30 to 40 degrees. Think about the savings on your energy bill. Think about how less work your AC will have to do this summer. They can also provide you with foam insulation and even solar fans. Ultimate Radiant Barrier Attic Foil Insulation is the best thing that you can do for your home, for your peace of mind, for your energy bill. There's no need to trap all that heat inside of your house. The owner, Mark, calls back everybody. Phenomenal customer service, years in the business. UltimateRadiantBarrier.com or call 713-805-0394. That's UltimateRadiantBarrier.com. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 1010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway, or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. I'd been searching for ways to grow deeper in my faith and strengthen my daily walk, and I found it at Crosswalk.com. From Bible study tools to Christian living articles, devotionals, movie reviews, to marriage and finance articles, well, you get the idea. Crosswalk.com also has a great online community of Christians just like me. With everything just a click away, it's like having a trusted friend, teacher, and mentor right here at my desk every day. Crosswalk.com, the intersection of faith and life. Start your weekday mornings with Armed American Radio's Daily Defense with Mark Walters at 4 a.m., followed by the Hugh Hewitt Morning Show at 5. With Chuck Tiller and the AM 1070 520 Oldie, Hugh will bring you up to date with the news that happened overnight. Then at 7, it's the Sam Malone Morning Show with J.P. Pritchard and the news, along with Chuck Tiller and Tom Fontaine. Morning information and entertainment starts at 4 a.m. Weekdays on AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Saving Show, Ted Gioka. Back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. If you got any questions or comments, you can always give us a call. This is a live show. We are here in Houston, Texas. The Max Out Savings Show and the Max Out Savings Advisors, we are headquartered in Houston, Texas. So uh, if you got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. The... Uh, we're just talking about the five uh, five things, uh, five uh, delusions that investors suffer from. And this is Bill Gross's uh, put out this the other day. China is growing at 6%. Histor- uh, number one, central banks, historical models are reliable and negative interest rates will work. Number two, corporate earnings uh, growth is internal as opposed to buyback generated. By the way, I just saw a study in 2012 uh, 25 over 25 percent of earnings growth in the S and P 500 came from uh, came from uh, corporate uh, stock uh, generated uh, programs, and now it's much higher. So most of the growth coming out out of the S and P 500 is now stock buyback generated. Uh, 
if we do a tax cut for corporations, the, the it'll go to increase productivity uh, instead of corporate profits. We'd agree with that. And, and finally, demographics. As people are aging older, you're going to see that it's going to be tougher for the market to move ahead. So uh, a lot of those, those are kind of fallacies on Wall Street or delusions, according to Bill Gross. Let's take a call from Oscar at, to 713-339-1070. Hello, Oscar. Yeah, uh, there's uh, the lying China syndrome. <laughs> yeah. That's a heck of a syndrome. Yeah. They, how can they believe that? You know, all you have to do, look at the uh, at what the other countries uh, are going through that buy from China, like Brazil, Venezuela, and all these countries. Yeah, you mean Australia, iron ore that, commodity producers. Yeah, yeah. That, te- that tells you. You don't have to look inside China. Look at these uh, third world uh, submerging countries. They're not even emerging. And that tells you that tells you uh, that the the lies that they come up with. You know, they're saying now that they've changed to a consumption economy. That they're doing that they're very successful. Now they came out with some number a couple uh, a few days ago of how successful they are. How they changed within one month. They became a consumption economy. No, it, that's it's... very successful. I mean, what? And then they and then about a, a month or two ago, the guy who does statistics. For China was arrested, the main guy. I, I missed that one, Oscar. No, oh, yeah, yeah, nothing surprises me out of China. Yeah, they, 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 there was a guy a month or two ago, the main guy who keeps statistics in in, Pe- in Beijing, and they arrested him for for lying about the records. And he was he, so he became the goat. He's the goat now for all the lies they've been saying. And so, but you don't have to look inside China. Look at the at the customers of China. Uh, there are basket cases out there. Brazil is a basket case. Yeah, no, look, yeah, and what Oscar's talking about is is the people that sell the raw materials in, into China. The, the products, the price of those products have plunged over the last year and a half. And, and not only that, yeah. it's not that they uh, that that they sell to China. It's that they don't buy from China because the raw materials are so cheap now, and they have deflation with their currencies. That I mean, Brazil is a, Brazil is a, one of the worst cases, and Brazil tells you it is one of the one of the brick countries that was supposed to do so great. The last ten twenty years, it was taunted. It was, you know, Petrobras laid out about fifteen thousand people like uh, two three weeks ago. Uh, Petrobras. Yeah, no, they're in big trouble. A, they got a massive amount of debt. Uh, the corruption in these countries is, is massive. The guy in Petrobras was. Was uh, fifteen twenty billion dollars of misappropriations and corruption. The, the the woman there, they're trying to impeach her, and all the corruption in Argentina and Venezuela, all the third. Yeah, world no, countries. no, Oscar. Yeah, look, I I hear what you're saying. No, this is this is what we're dealing with in in, in the third world, and they're they're all telegraphing big problems coming submerging out of China. Countries not emerging, submerging. Yeah, no, that that's the world we live in right now, and and and, and what's happening is 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 China keeps trying to spin it like they're 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 doing well and they're in very very severe trouble. Yeah, you know, if you're a company and you and you lost your customers, well, where are you going? You're not going nowhere, and that's exactly what this is happening to China. It's like a company where you lost all your customers and. Well, where are you going? Well, no, Oscar, it's it's worse than that because they're loaded down with twenty seven trillion dollars worth of debt. Their oh, yes. their econ their economy is only their economy is only uh, uh, twelve trillion dollars. Ours is 
uh, like 17, they have much more debt than we do. I mean, it, well, it is how, a complete basket pay, case. How are you going to pay for all the real estate and all the all the stuff that you indebted? That's that, that's uh, you know that, that half of them are empty spaces. Yeah, look, China, China is in the same place. And thanks for the call, Oscar. Okay, thank you. Uh, that China is is in the same place basically the United States was in 1932. You know, it, it, all it's done is is we're more like Britain uh, in the depression, and and and, and if you look at China, uh, China uh, as Oscar was talking about twenty is is they're trying to shift to a consumption economy. Their economy has been fifty two percent investment over the last decade or so. Now, look, I, I don't want everyone's eyes to glaze over, but understand we've never had an economy run for ten or fifteen years with fifty fifty over fifty percent. Uh, rate of investment. Ours is 13 14%. It's never happened. And this is now all ending. And over the next couple of years, it's going to continue to tumble down. And, and so so what we have to do is make sure that we're protected in the United States and, and jobs are protected in the United States. If you think about it, if a company works here, think about it. They can move to China or somewhere else. Look at They don't have to deal with the ridiculous regulations which have gotten out of control in the United States, a regulatory uh, system is out of control. The corporate taxes, I believe, are the second highest in the world. There's some obscure country that has a little higher taxes. We've never had the highest corporate income taxes up until recently. And, and so they can cut their corporate taxes. Pollution. They, we have, we have, we're running one of the cleanest environments in the world. Everyone's talking about, do you know why we're being attacked for global warming with, with CO2? Have you ever asked yourself why? Right? Have you asked yourself? I'll tell you why. China is the biggest polluter in the world. They're destroying the planet. So they know they're in trouble. So what do they do? They go, well, how can we get the U.S.? Well, the only thing the U.S. does is since they've cleaned up all their pollution is they produce CO2. So what they do is is they're funding, I suspect, I have no proof of this whatsoever, I suspect they're funding a lot of this global warming garbage because it puts the spotlight and pollution on the United States instead of where it ought to be on China. So I can move my factory to China. I can pollute the water. Look, I've been to China. I've been to a number of countries. I've been to uh, Shanghai, Beijing, Tianjin. I've been, I've been around China. I've seen it. The pollution is unbelievable. They should have pollution tours of China because it's so amazing. So I can go over there, I can pollute the planet up, and I don't have to pay anything, and I make more money. My taxes are lower in China. I have no regulations in China because the U.S. is out of control regulatory state due to the Obama administration. I can pollute up a storm. These are all – some of the numbers I've seen is the pollution alone is a 15 – I can produce things 15 percent cheaper in China based on the pollution alone. I pay my workers virtually nothing. I, I I can pollute up a storm. I have no re- regulations, and uh, and I have lower corporate taxes over there. This is why everybody's fleeing the United States. Look, we shouldn't not put tariffs on on products, but we should, in my opinion, put green taxes on 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 products coming from polluting countries that are polluting the planet. Uh, whereas our corporations, our refineries, our factories are not polluting here in the United States, and that should be taken into account. We should look at the damage being done by China and other countries around the world on environmental standard. And, and this is something I think the Republicans should adopt as an environmental policy to go after some of these polluters. Uh, look at look at the uh, remember the renewable resources. Well, we can use corn and ethanol, but also we can also use uh, 
the uh, sugar cane and uh, what is it, sugar beets as well, I believe. So what's happening? We're mowing down the the, the rainforest in, in, in South America. We're destroying the jungles in Southeast Asia to put in renewable uh, palm oil plantations or sugar cane plantations. All of this stuff is destroying the planet. All these stupid rules coming out of Washington is, is people uh, industries moving overseas and destroying the planet. And, and so... So my point is, understand there's four things in, in, uh, that, that corporations, if they leave the United States, get. They get a lower tax rate. We have the highest in the world. They get no pollution regulations. They get no regulations for uh, for other things, for safety and everything else. And, 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 and they have lower lower cost workers. And so understand, this is why companies are leaving. And and. And so we need to start knocking some of those back to bring the jobs back here. And this is something I think is very important. This is something I think needs to be discussed. I believe personally this election should be about jobs. Uh, I'm tired of hearing about corporate America needs more. We need to bring in more immigrants from all over the planet. I'm tired of hearing a political correctness that's spun completely out of control in this country and, in my opinion, has become the greatest threat to the United States of America. The inability to say what what is basically you believe to be the truth, uh, what they're doing is they're shutting down free speech and using it such as the Nazis did or other totalitarian governments to suppress free speech and dissension. If you dissent with with the the government, you're declared a racist. You're declared uh, a bigot or whatever just because you say, "Hey, maybe we should build a wall." That's not right. And so we have to we have to conquer this. So we got a lot of things all happening. A lot of things is up in the air. A, a lot of things are are, are cha- the world is rapidly changing, uh, and. Uh, we we have a government and a media that is telling you how great it is out there. Let me give you a statistic here. Do you realize that industrial production in March fell two two percent year over year, a little around two percent year over year, uh, month over month? It was down point six percent. Industrial production is down year over year. Industrial production has been down seven months in a row. Seven months in a row. Okay, if you look back through economic history in the United States of America, we've never seen a time where we've seen seven months of a row of declining industrial production year over year and not been in a recession. It has never happened in the history of the United States of America. But the media, the East Coast media, is it was basically telling everyone the economy's great, things are doing well, the stock market's at high prices, and everything is great, and, you know— What's the problem? What is Donald Trump? What is Ted Cruz complaining about? Things are good in the United States. That's the mean at the New York Times. That's the Washington Post. All these uh, basically establishment East Coast papers, they want to keep their establishment in place, and they want a continuation of the Democratic Barack Obama's policies, and things are great. Again, I will repeat what I just said. Seven months of declining industrial production, never seen in the history of the United States of America without a recession, and the media is telling you how great it is. It's not true. It's a lie. That's what it is. They're lying to you because they don't want things to change. They want things the way they are. They're in power. They have tremendous amount of power, they have tremendous amount of wealth, and and, and, and they don't want anything to change. And, and and now they're fighting like crazy for their jobs up there. The 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 the, the politicians, the 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 lobbyists, the consultants, the pollsters, the hangers-on in Washington, are and, and the media people are all 
fighting for their jobs. You know what? And I, I've said this on the show before. What amazes me, if these people would have fought one quarter as hard for the American people's job over the last decade as, as their own jobs now, we wouldn't have the problems we have in the United States of America. And you see where these people's real concern are. It's not for the United States of America. It's not for the American people. It's not for the working people. It's for their own damn jobs. And it's time they're thrown out. But that's another story. But And so understand. Now, the reason I'm bringing all this up and I'm talking about this and you're like, Ted, where are you going today? I'll tell you where I'm going. Where we're looking at is we have a stock market at record, at close to record high prices. It's up about a percent or something for the year. Uh, it's not great, but it's sort of hanging up there. Well, why is that? You just told me industrial production is the worst gone down for seven months in a row. Uh, it, the the joblesses are barely chugging. Jobless numbers are, are falling some, but still we don't have good jobs. Uh, uh, retail sales are, are doing very poorly. Retail sales across the board are coming in negative. What's go, you know, what what's happening? Why is the stock market up? The the reason is is because the Federal Reserve is keep trying to push the price of the stock market up. Now it's very suspicious that they're trying so hard to do this when the market's at all time high levels. Why are they doing this? Look, we're in the heart of a presidential election where values, ideas are being fought about. If the stock market's up, people think things are good. And so they're not going to say, well, why don't we do this and that? So the Federal Reserve is trying to maintain status quo and protect the Democrats is basically what's happening. And and why else would the Federal Reserve be moving and talking and trying to push the market up? And that's very clearly what Janet Yellen did at her at her last talk where, where, where they said, look, we're probably not going to raise rates and there's no problems out there. Uh, look. When you have stock markets at record high levels with declining industrial production, declining retail sales, poor economic numbers, the GDP now number, which is the most accurate predictor of the economy for the first quarter from the Atlanta Fed came at 0.1%, you should not be sitting there and, and, and basically pushing the markets to record high levels, which is what they're doing. I think there's tremendous amount of risk in the world today, a tremendous amount of risk in, the, in our markets, and I think you've got to be very, very cautious. And so it, it's something to think about and understand, and, and that's, we're going to talk some more about this. But don't don't be pulled into the siren song of, 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 of the uh, media elite uh, in Washington in the Beltway, all, going all the way up to the East Coast, that, that they're telling you everything's great. They have a reason they're telling you it's great. The reason is they want you to reelect the Democrats, and they want you to think nothing's wrong, everything's good, and then all hell's going to break loose the minute the, the minute they no longer need that to happen. We'll be right back after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. I've been The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. Hi, this is Sam Alone. Get the medical equipment you need fast and at the best price. eCare Medical Supplies offers the same low prices you would find online for hospital beds, lift chairs, power scooters, power wheelchairs, and other medical equipment and supplies. Visit their showroom near downtown Houston and try before you buy. Their trained team of experts will help you every step of the way, from product selection to purchase or rental, and often same-day delivery. Quality medical equipment gives patients comfort and mobility, so don't wait. Call eCare Medical Supplies. From size restrictions to strict budgets, there are no special needs the eCare team can't fulfill. 
Get the comfort and relief that quality medical supplies can provide for the lowest price in town. Call eCare Medical Supplies today, 713-695-4939, 713-695-4939, or visit eCareMedicalSupplies.com. That's eCareMedicalSupplies.com. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 10,010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway, or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. Battle Rifle Company is the place to find the finest, most functional tactical rifles that you can count on. They know that quality and reliability make a difference in battle, on patrol, while hunting or defending your property and loved ones. Battle Rifle Company. Custom-built rifles, accessories, gunsmithing, and more. You can find them right here in Houston at 1056 Hercules Avenue. Or go on the web, BattleRifleCompany.com. Pick up the phone, 281-204-8135. 281-204-8135. BattleRifleCompany.com. In California, the top 1% of earners pay 45% of all the taxes, and the top 20% pay 90%. At Citadel, they are considering allowing a hijab. It would be the first time a modification in the dress code at the Citadel for the hijab, plus the latest on the primaries and more on the next Dennis Prager Show. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon, right before Michael Medved at 2 on AM 1070. The Answer. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement. If you've got any questions or comments, this is a live show as always. Well, almost always. Once in a while, we'll run it. But uh, 713-339-1070. If you've got a question, 713-339-1070. By the way, if you haven't gone to the website, sign up for the free newsletter uh, we really, we just put out one of our ones. I, I put this out about once every couple of years, how to handle sudden wealth. It's a great report for people that just suddenly came into some wealth. It, it covers a lot of things of how to deal with it, it, how to deal with it really. In a lot of people, this is something that that is not really written about or talked about. It, and uh, a lot of people say, well, you just get the money managed and you're, you're good to go. No, it, it's much, much more complicated than this. Having to deal with money is a very unique thing, and a lot of people don't understand it. And and, and, and so we, we, we put this report out. Uh, and our reports cover all types of, of issues. Back in, you know, people forget back in 2007, the Max Out Savings Report in October, November was warning of a, of a financial collapse on Wall Street. We didn't just say the Wall Street was going to collapse. What we said was we laid out the balance sheets of the Wall Street investment firms, and we said that they could not grow the way they're growing like this. They had a huge amount of bad debt in their debt, their balance sheets were going to destabilize, and we probably predicted as close to anybody on, out there what was the financial collapse in 2008 and nine. We talked about it in 07, and this is something we warned listeners on the Max Out Savings Show. Back in 2007, we said Lehman Brothers was going to collapse in November of 2007, a year before it happened. So, Anyway, so wait, tell you what, if you've got any questions, 713-339-1070, that's what GB did. Hello, GB. Hey, how you doing? Good, good. You had a question for us. Well, yeah, I'm just sitting here getting totally depressed listening to your show this morning. Oh, no. 
No, no, no. I'm I'm only kidding. I I understand pretty much what's going on, and I think you hit the nail on the head probably better than anyone I've heard on the radio. So I wanted to call you and let you know. Now I have a question Thank you. for you. That is, I'm a strong Ted Cruz supporter, and Excellent. I'm sure you're familiar with Arthur Laffer. Yes. And I don't know if you've heard, but Arthur Laffer on one of the TV shows was being interviewed on a panel, and he was asked the question, of all the candidates, whose tax program would be best for us now? And Arthur Laffer said, without a doubt, totally, absolutely, Ted Cruz's tax plan. And you know what? I have heard nothing on that subject. Of course, I don't expect to from the lame street media, but I have it's no one pretty pathetic. pursuing that. Arthur Laffer, in my opinion, is one of the greatest economists of our time. And I don't know what your opinion yeah, is. Yeah, no, I him, think but... it'll laugh or curve. Look, I, I think Ted Cruz's plan of simplifying the tax code, cutting down the, the corporate rates, and then cutting down, I think it's a 10% tax or, or so on the uh, across the board. It, and and I think I tell you, if people would sit down and listen to Ted Cruz, and I listened to him some on the Hannity show last night, I think – I think he, he, he they, they will vote for him, and I think he will get it. I, if you sit down and listen to Ted, because the only way I see the United States working going forward is going back to the to the, to what our founding fathers set up for the country, which you you diversify the power across the the, the state down to the states, and and then you 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 have you people see what works and what doesn't work. You cut the tax rates. Uh, and, and I think Ted Cruz's is, is program is phenomenal. And cutting the ra- I cannot emphasize what a big deal the regulation has become in the United States. Oh, absolutely. So, no, good point. I, I, look, I really like Ted Cruz. I'm a big supporter of Ted Cruz. Well, how, how do we get that word out to the general public? Because, now, obviously, the Main Street media, uh, media the liberal media, they are so afraid of Ted Cruz because he, they know that he would turn Washington upside down and get rid of all the hangers-on and, and, and get this country back where it belongs. Here, here, look, here's, here's the good – this is how it's going to happen is I've never – this is the most – the country is just riveted by this presidential election. They are listening very, very closely. And and I think the more they listen to Ted Cruz, the more they're going to like him. And I think that's going to – and Ted has changed up his stuff. He, I've noticed he – in our office, we got a big screen down uh, at the, in the lobby. And, and I noticed – so the sound is off, but I notice I see Ted Cruz more. But I notice he's smiling more and, and, and just look uh, – he looks happier and stuff. And I think stuff like that actually, strangely enough, pays a lot into it. But the more people listen to Ted Cruz, they're going to sit down and listen to him a little bit. And Ted Cruz does real well. Uh, 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 one of my sons went to a, a Trump rally, and he listened to Trump, and he said Trump is just making stuff up as he goes. What, if pe- once people start listening to Trump and they start listening to Ted Cruz, then they're going to pick Ted Cruz. Well, I certainly hope you're right. I'm glad I discovered your show here because I'm I'm setting my auto dial, and I'm going to be listening. You do a great job. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, GB. Appreciate that. And by the way, sign up for the free uh, newsletter too. We write a lot about that. Ted, let's take a call from Andrew. Uh, hello, Andrew. Hey, how's it going? I was just listening to your show, and I think like the rise of like Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump is just people want change. And like, if you ask most liberals, well, liberals have been paying attention, they they can't tell you the difference between Bush and Obama. 
I mean, they're basically the same. The same policy, same wars. He brought in the same administration. He was funded by Goldman Sachs. So people want change, either with Bernie Sanders, a socialist or whatever, but he's kind of like a Ron Paul, but of the left, or Donald Trump. But he, And I know a lot of Bernie, Bernie supporters that will refuse to vote for Hillary. Like, they will not. They will really? rather That's vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> they say that if between her or Donald Trump, they'll vote Donald Trump. Now, they won't vote for Ted Cruz, but they'll vote for Donald Trump mainly because they like his trade policy, but not necessarily his immigration and all that stuff. But people just want change. You know, it's not necessarily, I think Donald Trump will bring it, maybe one negative way, but he will bring change at least. Bernie Sanders will bring it. And yeah. the establishment, Hillary, and I think Ted Cruz is kind of establishment as well, they just, they're just not going to bring it. They're going to keep the same policies. It's well. not, it's not, it's just, maintain the status quo. Yeah, I think, look, I think Ted Cruz will make some changes. Otherwise, the, the, the Republicans in the SAP wouldn't be so frightened of the guy. But yeah, look, I, I think you, look, Andrew, you make a good point. People want change. I'll tell you a little story. Back, uh, you know, I, 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 I give this, uh, I, I, I advise one of the congressmen and give quite a bit of money to him. And, and, and while I was talking to one of his people one time last year, I said, look, you know, what they should do is run a Chinese person for president here, and they look at me like I'm crazy, but the reason why is the Chinese person will go, well, what are we going to do for the people? And they go, what do you mean? Well, they need jobs. Otherwise, they'll come to Washington and revolt and, you know, they'll, they'll sack the city or something. And, and the staffs look at, well, no, no, they don't do that here. We can do what we ever, whatever we want. The people don't care. And I think I think that uh, you're right, Andrew. I think we need to take this back, Republican, Democrat, to make sure that the working people in this country are, are protected. And that's not happened. Yeah, because, like, I mean, most if you even like what's his name, uh, Michael Moore said, what's well, the difference between Bush and Obama? He goes, one's black and the other one's white. There's no difference. <laughs> you know, like, no, most people didn't see no change. Yeah. Either yeah. You voted for him, and like people just want to see, like, if you're going to run on something, right? As yeah. People want to see you follow through with it. No, I, I think you're right, exactly. Hey, right Andrew, I've right. got to get through a couple things here before the end of the show, but good call. Thank you. All right, thanks. Yeah, I mean, look, Andrew has a point, and I think this is what's been missing in our politics. I just think that the I think the populate I think the politics up there is is has pandered to special interest groups, corporations, individual groups, all types. I mean, right, left, but the problem is, is they it, rather than let's put together a core. Group, our core principles should be to move forward the middle class, and that the middle class, in my opinion, has taken a back seat to all this. And it's time that the middle class go. Look, your main job in Washington is to build the middle class, and and, and they have forgotten that. And look, I think Ted Cruz is the guy to do it. But a couple a couple things I wanted to touch base on. Look, we've got the big. We're Houston, Texas. We got the uh, a big, huge meeting, huge OPEC meeting. The Doha meeting is coming up uh, uh, in the next day or two. Uh, what, what I'm seeing is not real good for the oil sector. Uh, the, the Saudis are out basically saying, look, uh, if you don't want to cut your production or freeze your production, uh, you don't need to come to the meeting. And the Iranians have to grow their production. They've been under sanctions, and their production was under a million. They probably want to take it to two million barrels. And so they can't go, look, we're going to freeze our production and so uh, the r- latest rumor is is the Iranian oil minister is not scheduled to go to the to attend the OPEC meeting. To, I think tomorrow or Monday, it, uh, 
and and so this is a big negative for oil uh and and, and so the problem we have in the oil sector is we don't need to freeze production. Production has gone up in Saudi Arabia. Production's actually gone up in Russia, and it's gone up in other parts of the world. What what OPEC is going to have to do is cut production, and then they're going to have to come in, to, and they're going to have to let Iran grow some production to cut to come in, which means these other guys are going to have to probably cut some more. I'm not. I, I we maybe we get a deal uh, next week, early next week. I'm not convinced we are. And so this is something – this is not good news that the Saudis aren't showing uh, – that the Iranians aren't showing up at the OPEC. That means there's probably going to be no good deal at, at all. And so uh, this is something we want to – by the way, the oil and stocks and oil and gas stocks, they're, I think they're pricing – we did some work over the last couple of days. They're pricing at about $50, $55 oil right now. So I think you've got a problem. Let's take a quick call here from Lynn. Hello, Lynn. Hey, uh, good morning, Ted. Morning. Uh, Ted, we really appreciate your show this morning. I, again, uh, thank you. A quick question: uh, Going back to Bill Gross, yes. Uh, what is he saying? Is he saying that uh, our Fed and central bankers around the world are becoming, uh, where they're running out of uh, a control? Uh, yeah. Basically. Yeah, I think yeah, that's what he's he's saying that, and he's also saying, look. Negative interest rates are not going to work. I, I, Bill Gross doesn't believe negative inter- the capitalist system, free market system, works with negative interest rates. Well, they're not working. Uh, they're not. Uh, if they, if they did it in Europe. The stocks are down. They did it in, in Japan. Stocks are down, and it's not working. Yeah. yeah. Now, also keep in mind, Bill Gross is a bond manager, and so he's the guy that gets screwed with the negative interest rates. So, yeah. so uh, all of us will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, it, it's a real problem. Look, it's going to take a package of things going for. I think you're going to see some fiscal spending coming up. I think you're going to see some infrastructure spending in the next year or so coming up. You're going to see some things like that. And the Fed really should have probably where the Fed really went badly wrong was is they should have encouraged the the Congress and the President to clean up the entitlements and do some of this other stuff. Instead, they kind of provided cover for for the uh, for Obama, which was a mistake. For sure. Uh, one last thing. Uh, this reflation trade the last couple of months, it looks like it's about over, just uh, going back to what you just said about the oil yeah. stocks. Uh, I think this it looks like this reflation trade is about over, don't you? That, that that's what I'm thinking. I think you get a pullback. Uh, I, I and I think oil comes back. Some of the other commodities. I'm having a tougher time with the, with the gold and silver, just because I think these. I think there's such turmoil in the commodities market, and I think there's been some type of deal cut at the uh, at the at the uh, Shanghai G20 meeting to to push the dollar down, which could help out gold and silver. But the world's economy is materially weakening. The IMF came out warning about it this week. So, so commodities are going to fall, and the reflation trade for now is over. Well, it looks like the charts are showing that the dollar is starting to strengthen again. So uh, um, gold will probably not be a good play until that reverses. One yeah, I, look, I think gold and silver, have, we, 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 we have positions in those. We've done very well in the, in the stocks. Uh, look, I think, you, I think you're going to have to let these things settle out and consolidate for the gold and silver right now. And you okay. probably get a little bit of a pullback. But, but yeah, commodities for now, I think you sit back here for a month or two. What we, if the dollar starts going up, you've got to pay a real close attention to China because that could mean there's some real problems that are starting to break in China. And that's, 
they're there. The question is, how do they come out? And the dollar's gonna, the, the dollar and and the 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 uh, treasury, the ten years one you want to watch. And right now, the tre- ten year keeps falling, and that that's signaling caution in the market. Well, don't you think that the Fed and the central bankers are in panic because they realize that deflation has become per- pervasive? Yeah, yeah, and, and they're terrible. Really what- yeah, and I got to wrap this up, Lynn. So I'm just going to thanks for the call. But uh, yeah, look, I think that's the case, and I think they think if China devalues, it's going to export more deflation. So they're trying to drop the dollar to cause the inflation. Uh, I don't think it's going to cause much inflation, and I still think. The currency turmoil is what you want to watch, and you want to watch the 10-year. Thanks a lot, guys, for listening to the Max Out Savings Show. And uh, by the way, if you haven't gone to the website, you can sign up for the free Max Out Savings Report. And also, we'll set up a uh, a free uh, – if you'd like to sit down with us, and we'll show you how we manage money at Max Out Savings Advisors using our value investing approach to your IRA rollover. Uh, so if you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com, and we'll be happy to set you up. How much time? Thanks a lot. Appreciate everyone listening to the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.